This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1301 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by you, our auditors. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. This time, I get together with Maddie from Weatherbeat USA for a little chat about fly sheets. What are fly sheets supposed to do? What are fly sheets made of? How do fly sheets fit? What kind of fly sheet should I get? All those questions will be answered, and we'll get right to it right after this from one of our auditors. Hey, this is Gina Moronic from Wisconsin, and I am an official Horse Radio Network auditor, something I'm really proud to do and to be a part of in a small way because it's something that I get a lot of information from. The Horse Radio Network uh, and the convenience of the downloadable podcast means that I can improve my horsemanship skills, my riding skills, um, or just really enjoy listening to friendly, informative programming whenever I'm driving to work or working on chores or at the barn even. So I hope you find it as enjoyable as I do. If you do, go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner to become a Horse Radio Network auditor. For as little as a dollar a month, you can be involved in this great thing, too, and keep it going. Thanks. And I'm so happy to welcome to Horse Tip Daily, Maddie from Weatherbeeta, Because every year we get asked millions and millions of questions about horse clothing, blankets, sheets, scrims, fly sheets. It gets too confusing. So Maddie's going to stop by every so often here and explain to us what these different types of horse clothing are, what their job is, and things that you should be looking for to get one that gets its job done properly. Welcome to the show, Maddie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be with you guys today. Where do you hail from, Maddie? I am actually a Vermonter, so I use fly sheets in the summer, but I get a lot of use out of turnouts as well. So you you have to have, for your horses, the entire wardrobe array. Absolutely. I, I pick and choose and take it all. <laughs> yeah, because I, I suspect, and I'm, I've never been to Vermont, I must say. I've, the furthest north I've ever been is Massachusetts. But I suspect in the summertime that you guys get some serious biting insects up there. We do, especially after all the rain we've had recently. So the black flies, mosquitoes, and even ticks in the last couple of years have been a huge issue for us. Uh-huh. So even northerners need to know about fly protection for their horse. So let's start out with what is a fly sheet and what, what is it supposed to do for our horses other than just, you know, spend our money? What, what is a fly sheet supposed to do for us? So a lot of people see a fly sheet as a tool to protect your horse from any kind of biting insects. Um, A lot of horses have skin sensitivity to fly sprays, or if you're in an area where there's potential for a lot of rain, that fly spray can get washed off pretty quickly. So it gives you kind of all around coverage against bugs. The one thing you want to think about, though, is this is not just your mosquitoes, your horse flies, your deer flies. It's also ticks that can be carrying some pretty significant diseases. Um, But on top of the fly protection, there's other things that people don't necessarily consider with a fly sheet. So the majority of our range has a really high rating for UV protection as well. 
So if you have a show horse, something you're you're taking out to clinics, shows, and everything on the weekends, you want to be able to turn out during the day, but you don't want the coat to fade. That's a huge bonus with a fly sheet as well. So it's going to give you not just a fly protection, but a little bit more of an an all-around functionality as well. So biting insects and UV rays, that's handy dandy. So there are fly sheets made out of a myriad of different materials. Can can you address a little bit the different types of materials uh, that we might find fly sheets made of and some of the benefits or drawbacks of them? Absolutely. Um, so by far, our most popular fly sheet is our Comfitec Airflow. And this is the model that everybody thinks of when they think of a standard fly sheet. So it's what we consider a soft mesh. So we carry it in our airflow model. We also have it in an essential. Um, what it is, is just a very soft, lightweight material that is going to drape over the horse's body. Um, so it's going to be a mesh base. It's going to have those little holes in it, which is going to allow the horse's body to still continue to cool. But it's going to be enough of a protection. So anything that's landing on the horse is not going to be able to actually bite through the material. We always do those models in very light colors as well. So we don't want to have anything dark that's going to attract additional sunlight. We're going to want something that's going to keep the horse comfortable in even the middle of that summer, July and August heat you have going on. There are a few other types of material that we use for our fly sheets. Um, A lot of people have issues with horses that you turn them out and they come back in and they've torn everything that they're wearing to pieces. Um, So we have a couple that really are designed for horses that are a little bit harder on their blankets. Um, One of those being the rip shield model. So the rip shield is designed with similar material to the type of stitching our blankets have. And what it has is it has a cross stitch pattern to it. So it changes the direction of the seam numerous times in even just a square inch of the fabric. So if the horse is rubbing on a fence, if they're playing with their buddies out in the pasture and you get a tear, those cross seams are going to stop it from continuing to rip. So even a little bit of a tear in the fabric, the fly sheet's going to stop tearing, still going to be usable for you afterwards. Those type of materials, similar in both the rip shield, both of a dura mesh, it's going to be a little bit more of almost a screen material to it. And what that does from a comfort perspective for the horse as well is it has what we call a tenting effect on the horse. So you think of the soft mesh is going to very much drape over the horse's back. That slightly stiffer material is actually going to lift itself up off the back. So anywhere that the horse has a little bit of concavity, like maybe beside the wither, um, along the top line, it's going to tent over those areas and it's going to allow more airflow underneath the sheet to assist with cooling as well. And of course, the durability of the fabric is going to deter bugs. They're not going to be able to reach through that and get at the horse. Got it. So we've got basically three different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We've got three different things that we want to look at in our fly sheet materials. We want to look at the drape, how stiff the material is, whether or not it's going to be very soft and wimpy and just lay across the horse like a lightweight piece of cotton. Uh, Or if it's a little bit stiffer and crinkly and it's going to stay away from the hollow areas of the horse's body, allowing more airflow. So that's one, the drape. Yep. Number two is it's rip resistance. How, How tough a player do you have? Absolutely. And then the third one is um, 
the size of the little holes in the mesh. Because I guess if you've got teensy weensy little tiny holes, you're going to protect from teensy weensy tiny critters like mosquitoes versus something that has a little bit bigger hole. A mosquito is going to have a better chance of getting into one of those holes and actually biting through. Absolutely. And the tenting effect is going to have um, an influence on that as well. Oh, yeah. So some of the material might be have a little bit of a larger hole to it, but if it's draped up and over the horse, even if a bug can reach through it, they're not actually going to be in contact with the horse's body when they do that. From a material standpoint, the other thing you really want to take into consideration is the inside of the sheet as well. So when people are buying blankets, a lot of times they only look at the exterior of the fabric, but the interior is equally, if not more important, because that's what's actually touching your horse. So we do a couple of really cool things with our fly sheets. Um, we put a lining on the inside of the shoulder. So we do usually like an Oxford polyester lining. And what that does, if you think of points of contact, your horse is out grazing. Obviously, in the summer, they're always browsing for those little bits of grass they can find. So their head is down. They're walking a lot. There's going to be a lot of movement in the shoulder area. So what you don't want is just a plain mesh against the horse. So that polyester on the interior is going to just give a little bit more chafe resistance. It's also going to double in terms of a durability standpoint, because it's going to keep, especially those softer materials, from stretching over time. So it's going to give you more longevity out of the fabric. We put that both on the inside of the shoulder. And also, we have a lot of models that are either a combo neck or a detached neck version. We put it up on the underside of the mane as well. So if you're using it for photosensitivity or for UV protection, you obviously want to take it off and have your show horse look 100% still. So we put it in any of those areas that are going to have higher friction. Or you don't want frizzies. All- no, no frizzies. Exactly. <laughs> it's no fun to braid after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing you want to think about, too, is you want something that's easy to put on and off with the clips. However, with a fly sheet, it's a very lightweight fabric. So if you have a really heavy, bulky clip on the front of that, it's going to drag the blanket down and it could compromise the fit. Uh-huh. So a lot of our blankets, we have just two single snaps in the front or quick clip closures that are not bulky or heavy. So it's not going to change the way the blanket sits on the horse. And also if your horse is again, head down grazing in that traditional summer position, you think of, um, you're not going to have it interfering with any of the comfort for the horse. The majority of our models are also going to have removable elastic leg straps. Um, What that does is again, your horse is walking around, just going to stretch a little bit more of the horse keep the blanket in position. And of course, we all know how dirty leg straps get. So having something you can take off, hose down, throw in the washer, it's going to be a lot easier to maintain and keep clean for you. Excellent. Now, I noticed that you can get fly sheets with the fly sheet mesh going under their tummy so it has a belly band, or you can get them with just regular surcingles. Why would a consumer uh, to cho- choose to get a belly band or not? It depends a little bit on the horse you're trying to outfit. So the majority of the models that we make have a belly band on it. If you think about the middle of the summer with the black flies, the mosquitoes, a lot of horses not only get irritated by the bites, but the saliva actually causes really negative reactions to their skin. We think of summer itch or sweet itch, a lot of people call it, and that just whole underside of the belly getting covered. Um, having a belly band on the underside is just going to give you more coverage. The same thing with having something that has a neck on it. The more coverage you can get, 
the more protection you're offering to your horse. In terms of the models that don't have the belly band, a lot of it is just comfort-wise for the horse. Some horses don't like having as much touching them underneath. We know that every horse is different and not the exact same model is going to fit or work for every horse out there. So we try to do a variety of different options to make sure we have coverage for everybody out on the market. There we go. I can't, I really cannot imagine our pony PT Scooter putting up with something under his tummy. He's, he's like the princess. (laughs) Oh, no touch. (laughs) A lot of them never know what happened. And then they go out and realize that the bugs aren't biting them and they're happier than you have ever seen them. (laughs) There you go. So that's another feature that you're going to look for. And I noticed that you have detach a neck models and you have combination neck models. Why might someone choose one or the other? So a lot of that has to do with, again, the horse that you're looking at. Most people, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, were looking just at standard necks. A lot of people didn't even consider having a neck portion on the fly sheet at all. In the last couple of years, we've seen a huge trend towards using a fly sheet that has a neck. And again, it just comes back to the principle of, If you're going to do coverage, you might as well have full coverage. And a lot of times the chest and the neck are where you see the significant bites on the horse to begin with. So you want to make sure that's being covered. From the combo neck and the the detached neck debate there, it's going to be a little bit personal preference. Some people like having the option of taking the neck off. From a usage standpoint, we've found that most people never do take the neck off. So even if they're buying a detached neck version, a lot of times they leave that neck on and it's going to be a little bit of a price point as well. So having something that has a a little bit more of a removable neck, you have more options, you have more usage out of it. Um, But the ones that have a little bit more of the combo side is going to bring you down to a slightly lower price point as well. That's a good point. More blanket costs a couple more dollars. Now, my final question for you, Maddie, is... What about uh, taking care of our fly sheets? How, does, how should somebody keep them clean? How should we store them? Absolutely. So just like with any blanket, before you put it away for the year, you want to make sure it's clean. Um, we usually recommend using just a plain washing machine that does not have an agitator in it. So like a, a front load type of machine. Um, the agitator is just going to beat up a little bit too much on the fabric. Um, so it's going to be a little bit lighter to use those front load machines. And you're going to want to use a type of detergent that's specifically marked for blankets. A lot of those standard laundry detergents you have out there are just a little bit too hard for the fabric. They're obviously designed for more of that heavy-duty clothing and things like that. You want something that's going to do a nice gentle cycle. We do recommend that you wash them on cold. A lot of people, especially with the fly sheets, will just kind of take them out back, put them over a fence and hose them down, which is certainly a fine way to clean them as well. Um, and then storage wise, depending on kind of where you're at, we always have the reusable bags. So you store your bag in your tuck trunk for the summer. At the end of the summer, you throw your blanket in it, put it at the bottom of the trunk, pull it out again whenever it starts getting warm in the spring. There we go. So that's sort of fly sheet 101. And for folks who have uh, more questions or they want to look at beautiful pictures of horses wearing fly sheets and decide which kind their horse wants, where can they for, my, find out more information about Weather Beta fly sheets? Absolutely. So we have our Weather Beta website, just weatherbeta.com, and that's going to have the full range of fly sheets on it 
And then we also have the opportunity to ask questions on there. So they go right to our customer service representatives. If you have questions about models or makes or anything like that, we're always happy to help you out and point you in the right direction. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Maddie. And we'll talk to you again soon. I think the next time we will talk about anti-sweat sheets and scrims because we are in full tilt show season here in the United States and you see a lot of horses standing around with those on. So stay tuned to Horse Tip Daily, everybody. And that's what our next topic will be. Well, there you have it, everybody. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of our auditors. Who are auditors? They're listeners like you who help support Horse Radio Network programming because they find value in it. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming, and you can qualify for auditors-only perks. Just go to horseradionetwork.com and click on the Become an Auditor banner on the right-hand side of the page. That's horseradionetwork.com. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show.